Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I'm Snarf Chris. And I'm Sam Jericho. No dude with the headband, Philip. I know what today. the f***. <laughs> like 15 minutes before recording. I'm not going to be there, guys. I told y'all that. Did he tell us that? Was uh, that in the show last week that he said he wasn't going to be it here? It might be. Because I think that's what he's referencing. I have a memory of him saying he's not going to be here, but I don't know if I'm making that up for him. Let's just say that that's what it, that he okay. lied. Liar. He's a liar. Um, he's welcome a, to the show, everybody. He's a liar like a guy that lies. Uh, he lies, you know. Go like follow us liar. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to us on any other podcast app. You are out there. Uh, leave us five stars for a review. Very mm-hmm. important. If you're on iTunes, leave us a review of how you think about the show, what you think about the show, and leave us five stars. I'd like to hear. I'd be more interested in how they think about the show. Well, it's interesting you say that. Um, we actually got an email this week. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was really excited, and I actually, I thought it was just gonna be like more spam, you know, emails uh-huh. that we get for the on the Someone Nerd Radio g- at gmail.com. So if you want to send us an email, you can go ahead and do that. Um, so I open it up, and I'm not gonna give out the dude's email address because it might really be his real email address, mm-hmm. like he didn't make a fake one. And uh, it said, "How much is WWE paying y'all? You all? Y'all? He said you. How all. did he write? He it said you all. all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so so it's not, not it's nobody not around here. Okay, so. Yeah. Unless somebody's trying to hide that they're really from around here and didn't want to write y'all. Mm-hmm. How do you write y'all? Do you do you use the apostrophe? Do you write nah, y'all? I, I never. I, can, I don't know. I write um, y'all. I try not to when I'm writing on the website because mm-hmm. I always write you all. I always like have to correct myself. Yeah. Because especially the Grammarly. Yeah. Corrects you every single time you do it. I hate that thing. I keep seeing commercials for it. It I works. Don't, I don't like I it. I use though. it. Yeah. So um, I think we get paid what one point two million dollars an episode something like that if that was true we would only do like 10 episodes and we would have been done already i was thinking that i was going to be more into the idea of playing it up like he was serious but obviously he's just making fun of the fact that we're positive positive. wwe fans i guess yeah you're either you on wrestling and you're you're a fan yeah or you (laughs) like everything that they're doing and you're a fucking fanboy. Yep. How does that happen? I think it's even less of the second one than the first one. I'm almost thinking that I don't know how many people are just fanboys about anything. And if you are, you just get fucking accosted online. If you if you if you dare do anything positive online, it oh, doesn't have to be wrestling related. You you like this thing more than I like yeah. it. Yeah. It's that's weird. all it is. Well, it's weird because it's it's like people grow with whatever they're into. They learn more. They see things they didn't see before. And so I guess it jades them, it upsets them. So then if you are happy, it's like this weird, you don't know, you must not know what I know. So you must be either an idiot or just... Yeah, how dumb are you that the product that they're putting out right now, you enjoy? Yeah. Well, how dumb are you that the product they're putting out right now, you still watch? And you don't enjoy it, yeah. But that's the thing, is that, like, people only give people... I guess it's better when people give you shit about something that they really never have liked, even though that's not good either. I don't like having those conversations either. But it's weird to think that, like, how how can you like this thing that I'm a fan of? You know? If you're supposed to say it's... Like, as if, like, that's just what you're supposed to do. If you really like it, you're supposed to be talking about how terrible it is. It I, seems like the thing. I don't have that much time in my life But I think, pay attention to things... That I hate. But that's the argument I think. And I was like, well, it's not that. It's that it's just, you should call it for what it is. And it's just, yeah. And it's just, there are negative goggles that everyone's wearing where people only see the problems. For the last month, I haven't been watching any Monday Night Raw at all. Right. Um, I didn't watch Great Balls of Fire until a couple days later. I didn't know what any of the storylines were going into it. I didn't, I hadn't been online in a few weeks either. So I didn't know what any of the backstage but you were politics like a, going into it like a deep compression mode right now was yeah. wrestling yeah yeah so i so i really was kind of in a bubble i didn't really know anything so when i went into it it was very refreshing like i listened to what Corey graves and michael cole were even saying for the first time and i can't even remember actually listening to the commentary and not trying to ignore them because i really didn't know what was going on and i just that was the only frame of reference i had to go with and i enjoyed it more i think uh WWE has been very consistent in putting out a product that they always have. I think people just don't want it to be what it is anymore. They want it to be something different. Case in point, you were you were saying all that stuff about AJ Styles and Ty Dillinger last week. I don't know why things have to change so much. You know, my brother complains about how 
they don't have enough consistency with rivalries. Um, people like fight once and then they're done. I like that lately there've been, you know, I think once this year's over, we'll all remember, we'll love it or hate it. The Braun Strowman versus yeah. Baron Corp. Uh, Baron, uh, yeah, Baron Corp. Uh, Roman Reigns. Same person. Yeah. Same difference. <laughs> they look exactly the same. Uh, obviously. Same chisel jaw. Same no, hairline. Um, the amulet. So we'll move on to like balls of, Great Balls of Fire. Great Balls of Fire Fire was Sunday. That was a great show. It was was one of the better pay-per-views of the year. Um, Regardless, I don't know what everybody's saying about it online because I ignore that part of it. So you can see in the email. Because we get paid by WWE to say that it was great. So So it was great, yeah. Go ahead and full disclosure so I don't want WWE to send us a a very uh, hateful message. We don't get paid a f***ing dime from WWE. There's no benefit for us to talk No, they don't pay us in dimes. They send us checks digitally, obviously. That would be crazy if they paid us in dimes, Chris. Goodness. What is wrong with you? But that being said, if WWE does want to pay us, uh, you can email me. Can you <laughs> imagine how meticulous it would be for them to pick out that many dimes to send to us? God. Just the weight of the FedEx delivery alone. <laughs> I was trying to take something to say back to it. But um, yeah, yeah. So Great Bells of Fire was really good. Uh, like I yeah. said, it, it was one of the better pay-per-views since WrestleMania. Definitely oh, yeah. from uh, WrestleMania. Top of the card all the way to the bottom of the card really good yeah uh the only thing i actually let's go through the matches that they had okay yeah we had um neville retained the wwe cruiserweight championship against akira tozawa bray wyatt by the way that's the first time i ever seen that dude really yeah ever because you only watch raw on hulu and hulu doesn't think that cruiserweight actually, matches we, matter we got a comment on their facebook page that hashtagged uh cruiserweight lives matter yeah <laughs> hulu come on come on hulu uh, Just because it's purple. That was from Vern, too. Thank you, Vern. Uh, Bray Wyatt beat Seth, Roll- uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, Big Cass defeated Destroyed. Andrew Moore. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, Sheamus and Cesaro retained the tag team championship in the first ever tag team Iron Man match against the Hardy Boys. Alexa Bliss retained, uh, but Sasha Banks won by countout. Uh, the Miz retained the Intercontinental title against Dean Ambrose. Braun Strowman defeated Roman Reigns by closing the doors of an ambulance on Roman Reigns. I just realized what matches on this list. <laughs> yep. Uh, did Heath Slater defeat yeah, Kurt yeah, Hawkins? Because yeah, I didn't see that. They, they announced it whenever it happened. Heath Slater and Kurt Hawkins. Did they say who had yeah. a match with no camera on them at yeah. all? Yeah, it was on there for like two a few seconds. seconds. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Universal Champion Brock Lesnar retained against Samojo. Uh, it was a good show. So, it's probably a stupid question because I think I already probably know the answer. Uh, favorite match of the night? My favorite match of the night was the main event, personally. Uh, the uh, Joe? The Joe and really? Brock okay. Lesnar. But I, I also really the loved I, I, the, the, the Iron Man tag team match was great. I mean, so, you know, the, the Neville Akira Tozawa was kind of... It felt like filler. Yeah, it's um, weird. But it was the pre-show. Yeah, but it was good, though. It was a good match. I would like to see them have a, a longer, drawn-out match, yeah. but we just don't get that with the Cruise stuff anymore. Yeah. And I guess i got to go watch 205 to watch that. But Well, it, it goes to what you were touching on last week, where when a champion is champion for so long, they kind of get this... They get um, arguably almost too much momentum, where, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, well, I don't need to tune into this match, because obviously this isn't the person who's going to unseat and the champion. And on top of that... It's on the pre-show. And it's on the pre-show. They do have title changes occasionally happen on the pre-show. I can't think of any. Sometimes they have title match changes on house shows, which we'll get to later. Yeah, but, yeah. So that match kind of felt flat, but I think everything else had its its purpose. I thought that Bray going over clean on Seth yeah, was, relatively was clean. crazy. <laughs> like, Well, yeah, he poked him in the yeah. eye. But that's what I was saying. Like, it's cl- to me, if Bray wins without like the lights t- turning off or somebody showing up, it's clean. Even if he you know, holds the tights or anything like that. Yeah, That's but not... it, it kind of goes, and I think there's another comment on our Facebook page, Bray wins when it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, so, they so both, it doesn't they matter. both were very directionless. Yeah. But if this win is the start of a streak of him winning, okay. even if he has yeah. matches that aren't really of any, in any real story consequence, just let him pick up wins, which is what I think would really help him, then when he gets in a title match or whatever, a couple months from now, it'll feel more And then he'll lose. Yeah, but he'll feel like a bigger star. Yeah, okay. Um, you can you can lose and still come out with people thinking you're the star of the match. See the main event. You know, it doesn't matter how. It doesn't matter if you lose. It's how you lose. Case in point: Big Cass versus Enzo Amore. Enzo Amore. What Amore, are they going to do with Enzo now? Um, See, I was more worried about uh, Big Cass when the breakup happened, 
And now I'm realizing, no. what are they going to do with Enzo? He's going to defeat Neville for the Cruiserweight Championship. You no, he, he can't because he, he weighs just, 206. There's no way, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, I, I swear to God, Why they not? have him written down. He's not going to their Cruiserweights. Why not? Because You just thing, asked, what are they going to do with him? He would be, and it's no offense to Enzo, because I actually like him. Yeah. He would be outclassed in 205. They're going to put him in the role of Sami Zayn in that he's going to be the plucky baby face. Um, he'll be, he's a very different character, but mm-hmm. he'll go up against the monsters and you'll want him to win and then he won't. But he'll keep getting back up and keep fighting. It's actually very easy. He won't win anything. Ever. But <laughs> how long can when he do he does, that for now? His entire career. Yeah. And then he'll turn heel, and then he'll be the mouthpiece for somebody, and it'll be the same thing, <laughs> just on the other <laughs> side, where people will beat him up to shut him up. It's this, you know, it works. I like having little guys that are treated like little guys on the main roster, even though he's not a little guy. He's, he's not just, a, he's, he's he's just an, a little guy. He's just a normal-sized man. Uh, um, he's bigger than us. But he's... There's nothing wrong with the idea of like. I was just kind of surprised of how strong they made Cass look. Not me. Match. No, really? they needed him to look like a monster. A monster. That's that's but the thing. You have the flip side of that because on Monday Night Raw he ran away scared from Big Show. So yeah. what was the because is that you a already sh- out. Yeah, because you already showed that he's a monster because he's seven feet tall and you can't teach that. And he can beat up midgets. And he beat up no. You just said he's a normal sized man. Don't call him a midget and then also say that he's <laughs> taller than us. Uh, he, he doesn't need to show how strong he is in terms, in certain terms because of how huge he is, but also he ran away because he's a heel. When he finally fights the big show, he'll win. Braun Strowman did the same thing and he doesn't look terrible because he backed away from the big show a few months ago. This is true. But Braun Strowman. Now, I don't think Big Cass is going to superplex him off the top rope and break and then walk it off. Um, (laughs) that's what Braun Strowman is. He just walks everything off. Uh. Don't touch me. Yeah. The, um. But yeah, I think uh, that's the thing. Enzo doesn't need the win. It's not part of his character's character. Isn't that he wins his character? Is that even though he gets knocked down, he, he always gets, gets back, back up. up. And yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. of what big. And that's why the the rivalry feels so real too. Because Big Cass and Enzo didn't win. They never won the NXT tag titles. They never won the Raw tag titles. And a lot of that is because of Enzo. And Cass is tired of losing because he's with Enzo. So, so obviously he was going to win. This continues between them two. I think so. Yeah. I don't know if it'll it'll continue immediately. Does Enzo win down the line, or he still gets shit kicked out of him? He'll always get the shit kicked out of him. Road okay. Dog didn't win his rivalry with Billy Gunn. It's that same kind of larger to smaller guy. It's just about understanding the, what each character is supposed to be. Okay. The problem with wanting the person you think is weaker to be booked stronger is that it makes everybody look weak, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you see two people as certain sides you can still tell that story and it works up next was the cesaro sheamus versus hardy boys oh 30 minutes God. This was iron so man great. match yeah this was really good this was i the only i really like that it was 30 minutes instead of an hour every yeah, time yeah, they yeah. do iron man matches and it's 30 i always kind of feel like well you could just have a, a normal match go a half hour and it'll feel more epic than mm. a time limit iron man match with you know seven odd falls in a half hour because then it always feels like so before they went 30 minutes where no one could take a pin but in this match someone gets pinned after one thing early on that kind of stuff bothers me but they got around it by being clever about it where they kept tricking the hardy boys yeah. there's a lot of very clever ways to like they didn't just go we'll do this because we have to get a win in early because of the time limit they thought okay yeah but if we've been telling these time limit draws count outs non-stop brawls that's not going to make sense so they did a lot of playing up on previous matches, I guess, mm. which doesn't happen very often. But um, do you think that this, you know, they the Hardys had been undefeated for, what, a few months after they debuted at WrestleMania, yeah. that now they're kind of on a losing streak. And they kind of touched on it in that promo the next night where, do you think that the, the Hardy boys are, are suddenly not on this nostalgia ride anymore? Are they obsolete, in your opinion? And they're going to delete... The competition are they finally broken? It's really weird where it's like I don't it's I don't know how I feel about this whole like we're teasing this thing that everyone knows about, but we're not gonna actually say what it is. It was about that we're all pretty sure they can't do. Well, everybody. Well, I'm sure that they they wouldn't be talking about it if they couldn't do it. In my but opinion, but they've always done the little hints like that. Yeah, since they got here. Yeah, 
Well, I don't know. I don't understand how anyone can't believe that WWE would win any lawsuit against oh, yeah, a wrestling, I, I any agree. other wrestling yeah. company. It doesn't Especially really matter. TNA. Yeah, even it's like even if like first, I think that Matt's in the right to to retain the, the intellectual. Right to it. Yeah, yeah. But, but even if he wasn't, I still think WWE would win anyway. <laughs> no. That's my point. So it's like, why would they not? It like it just might. It's just time. But I think it's weird to like. To still go through the motions, which I guess is mostly because they can't do it yet, so that's the the best way is to just lay the groundwork. But the idea to like reestablish the storyline for the audience because they don't know about it previously. But then if you listen to the audience, everyone Everybody clearly knows, knows about, it. about it. But and so, if you don't, so I yeah, you know, it's I don't know, that's weird. It's like, but wouldn't it have been weirder if the Hardy Boys showed up at WrestleMania and they were acting the way they had been doing the night before for you know. I don't know. I don't know if that would have played or not. He's, you know, it's all, it's the whole kind of in between. Uh, so in this segment, I, I can write this down because I'm about to say something bad about WWE. Oh, okay. You know that they're paying us. The Bullet Club, um, the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson, and Lou Gallows uh-huh. are fucking useless in WWE. Why are they useless? Fucking useless. Why? Because they don't win all the time? They don't win. They're fucking pro. They beat are the Hardy terrible. Boys on Raw. Nerds. They beat the- God. <laughs> They God, do a promo for us man. every week. Every time they give him the microphone, that's finally catching on. Though for the first time, nerds. he said "nerds" and somebody yeah. and they in the audience reacted, and it only took eight months, <laughs> which is that's a long time. I just for you to be like, "Oh, that's that thing he says." So much of our new Japan stuff, especially recently in the past few months, that now when I'm seeing him in WWE, I'm like, "Oh, they're so much better than that." It's why I think NXT. Uh, it's why I think that NXT has the air about it that then can really squash the momentum of the wrestlers once they get to the main roster. It's it's something that's similar with New Japan with American wrestlers. Yeah. I don't know why. It's this you get this freeing feeling of they're never out. Like even like even if it takes them years to build up, there's always there's never a ceiling. They can they, there's always time and room to get to improve, to get better, to get bigger. And NXT, it's not the last stop. They haven't gotten to where they want to be until they're not on NXT anymore. So everybody's there is just working to get out. Once you get to WWE, it's looked at as like this is the last stop. So if you're not wherever you're here, that's where it's going to be. So if you don't have momentum at all times while you're on the main roster, it just feels like you're doing nothing because if this is what you're doing now, there's not like it's not like eventually they're going to do something. There's no hope. There's almost like this negative cloud that like. You can feel them looking at, well, these guys are just this, these guys are just that. We don't want them to be Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. We want them to be the dominant Bullet Club, not the new R-Truth, Golden Truth, you know? But that doesn't mean that I think that they're bad. No, they're, they're not they're, really. They're, they're awesome. It's, I know it's that. Just, it's just, I don't know. It's not but that I, I don't see it. I don't know what, I don't know what you would do with them to be, to do. I don't know either. I, I don't. And it's not even about booking them strong. You can't. You can't book everybody strong. Obviously, WWE yeah. tries that. They do 50-50 booking all the time, and nobody cares, right? I don't know why that works in New Japan and it doesn't work in the WWE. It's well, just it's just New that Japan, it does. It's all about it's the vibe. The, it's the tag team stuff that helps the New Japan. Well, yeah, but I I don't want to get into that. Yeah, it's I just know. it's just. But this is it, it's more to your normal WWE guy that only watches WWE. Mm-hmm. And only knows them from WWE. Yeah. What has WWE done with those guys to make you invested in them? Well, yeah, but I mean, what have they done with anybody to get you invested in them? Not put them in bad promos. Not wrote bad promos. That's them, for them. doing their promos, though. <laughs> WWE those has lines a me- are given the, to them. I know, you but know, if that... you're but if you're talented enough to be on the main roster, you should be able to take any but line they give you and make it better. They were part of one of the worst promos of the whole entire year. Yep. The uh the old the day. old day thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't write that. No. But the New Day were also in that segment, and you don't say that they're wasting them. That's my point, is that if you are as talented as... as first, they don't expect everybody to be hitting it out of the park all the time, every time. But they expect that if you want us to treat you like you are one of those people, you have to do that. It's a weird... I don't agree with the mentality, but it, they're very much a, take this shit, and if you can turn it into gold, then you're the person we want to run with. And if you can't, then we don't want to use you because it's wrestling and we kind of think it's stupid. That's kind of like the mentality I get from this. Like, they don't take it seriously. It's insulting to the fans. Yeah. But I, that's how they are, though. But in that segment, um, one of my favorite tag teams is Revival. 
Oh yeah, yeah. They finally came back, so that was awesome. Yeah, the Hardys and they've been kind of back, but be this great. is the first time we've seen them in yeah. a ring. So yeah, I mean, like if let's say that you got if you got a Hardy Boys Good Brothers rivalry, you'd think that would be really good. Yeah, I would hope so. But you don't see them the same way that you would see the way they've been booking Sheamus and Cesaro. That being said, they've had lots of matches against Good Brothers, and they haven't been bad. None of them have been like big blowout in the like uh specialty matches or spotlighted matches i don't know i don't know and then uh next was the 250th miz and dean ambrose match which was actually good the match was good was that the next match yeah. i mean i think the next match was women's match, oh, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll go back to it okay. uh, um, miz. yeah i like i didn't so i didn't know about the miz tourage how long has that been going on uh, a couple weeks i really like because they were in uh they were in the movie with him Did yeah this is kind of how it started um when i saw curtis axel i immediately was like oh i could take him seriously now mm-hmm. because i just he looks good in a suit he, it, it, the bo look dallas. works for him and then bo dallas but for whatever reason just sometimes like if you're if you have a a certain look a certain gimmick and then just nothing is happening for you the best way to freshen things up is to literally freshen up everything else you change your look and then it's like you're a brand new person so then it doesn't really matter who you were before because now you're not that person anymore you're a different person uh <laughs> So, um, I think he looks ridiculous, but I yeah, like it. Yeah, I think it. that's the point now. So. Um, and I like the idea of Miz having, like, backup. Yeah, it it, it makes sense, especially yeah. to have, like, super undercard guys yeah. Yeah. that he just kind of tricked exactly. into working for him. Like, yeah, that, that, yeah, it works. And he doesn't exactly need heaters. He's one of the better... Um, yeah. He comes, he, you know, he's the most efficient at cheating, but I think maybe that's part of his, like, you know, what, what else could I do? Well, you know, I haven't had I'll just get a lackey in a while. To do it. You know, um, I feel bad for them whenever they get into a rivalry with them because everybody that's ever aligned with the Miz that then gets into a rivalry with the Miz, it never works out. They were with, he was with Alex Riley, you know, that guy that was on Glow but is not working for the WWE anymore. Yeah. There's him, uh, Damien Sandow. Yeah. Again, where is Damian Sandow right now? He's um in uh Impact Wrestling, uh Global no, Force. He got fired from that. He got fired from yeah, that. Oh, fired I didn't know that. that. So I didn't know. I don't know where he's at right now. Aaron Rex, that was his name. Yeah, that's terrible. No, uh, <laughs> Damian Sandow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, go ahead. There's that uh the awesome truth with our truth. He had been main eventing pay per views, and then when they had their rivalry, our truth went way further than down than even the Miz. So you know, doesn't really work out when you associate with the Miz, apparently. Though he was tag team champions with John Cena for yeah. uh, like 20 minutes, so he did okay. So the match was fine. Uh, Dean kept the belt, as he mm-hmm. should, as always. Um, Bliss and Banks, match was good. Yeah. I, I don't particularly care for the, the count-out victory, uh, but it fits with Bliss's character, so it's fine. I don't like how... I It's it's changed a lot since the, um, the brand extension, but even before that, ever since the network has existed... The pay-per-views, especially the non-Big Four pay-per-views, it seems like they use that more to to tell stories in the match itself than they used to. So it seems like every single show, I mean every show, someone wins by count-out. Yeah, it it definitely does. And you just have to Um, pick which one it's going to be. Because the last one was uh, the Usos. Yep. One was the New Day. So before we move into the Braun Strowman and Heathless Slater and uh, Kurt Hawkins match... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we'll put those together. Yeah, uh, and Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe match. Uh, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with nose matches, and we're gonna talk about SmackDown. So, all right, sweet. Be right back. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast. The bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. 
Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, (laughs) the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that, a jelly bean. So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. Uh, so we're going to come back with what we always talk about when we come back from the break, the best wrestler in WWE. Nay, the world. Yes, the world. Roman Reigns match with Braun Strowman. The guy with the wettest hair. The guy with the deepest stare. Roman Reigns. The guy that constantly jacks off his arm. Don't... <laughs> it is weird when I see, like, the Toys R Us toy yeah, where it's just yeah, yeah. a kid cocking his arm. But, yeah. Sure. Um, so they had a ambulance. Ambulance. Say match. ambulance correctly. <laughs> Jesus. And then Roman lost this by jumping Ambulance five matches are feet. stupid away from Braun Strowman and Braun Strowman moving out of the way and okay, Roman Reigns put himself... He didn't jump at, at him, he's Chris. Tried it's to called spear a spear. Him. A spear um, in which you run at your opponent from a great distance and then plunge your shoulder into them. Some people call it a tackle. Not in wrestling, Chris. It's called a spear. The Braun Strowman was a good like two feet away from where Roman Reigns was aiming his spear the match was fine it was it was good i, I thought it, it was yeah, i it really, was really liked good. it i think they like the great... spot at the uh, going through the led screen yeah that was mm-hmm. kind of cool they haven't done um, that in a while i my favorite part was him was brawn no selling would look like stiff chair, chair shots, shots yeah, yeah, yeah leaning into them and then i can't what did he call him a son of a bitch or something yeah, yeah. this was a very adult there was a lot of show there was there too. was some color in three or four but, ship yeah. matches well, Matt got busted in his in the bad, tag match too. bad. Yeah. Like he, his face was covered in red before. Have you and it seen was like the picture minute. of the cut? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, it's really nasty. That was that Seamus or was that Cesaro? The up, I don't. Was it an I don't cut? know when it exactly happened. It just at one point or another, I looked up and Matt's face was covered in blood, and Seamus's back had blood all over it. Yeah. I'm like, what happened? So yeah. I'm not exactly sure what happened. I haven't so, watched it over again either. Um, and then in the Miz. Dean match, Dean was bleeding in his mouth. He had a lot of, mm-hmm. he cut his tongue or, I don't know, internal injuries of you know, or something. Uh, and then while Braun wasn't bleeding in this match, he would be bleeding before the show was over. So um, he throws him into the Braun, John, Roman, Roman leaps into the, into the vehicle. I don't like ambulance matches because they are similar to like modern elimination chambers where they build them up like they're going to be violent. Yeah. And the idea of an ambulance match is you're going to attack each other until someone it. is so beat up that they get taken away in an ambulance. Well, that didn't happen. But that's not what this match was. Yeah. It was just who can put the guy and in then, the back um, of the thing. Roman did a like a an old school Stone Cold Rock running yeah. his truck into the back of a, another truck. I'm glad that he decided to first when he he drove so he threw he then he he speared Braun on the floor, mm-hmm. then picked up Braun, threw him in the ambulance, drove him to the back. Thought he could be just kindly bringing Braun to the local hospital. Yeah. Then he, he noticed a rib. that there was another vehicle in the back that coincidentally had a camera set up inside of it facing out the back of it. So yeah, that if he ran into sure... it, there would be four right, or five right. camera angles. And he thought, well, people are going to get the cameras this on are there footage. already. They're already there. I better do something cool. And then, and then ran And then into he that attempted thing. murder. Yeah. Well, we don't know that he attempted murder. We know that he attempted physical harm. But he was sure that Braun was going to manslaughter. Gonna, he was going to he was going to brush it off. Mountain slaughter. Um, 
Uh, it was cool. Um, yeah, EMT workers and everything like that, and Kurt Angle coming out. Sold I liked, it really good. I liked so. the so they had this Heath Slater Kurt Hawkins match kind of thrown while on, it was going on, which I wonder how much how ahead of time that was planned out. But even though like the whole point was it to feel like we have someone that might be killed in the back of an ambulance. We yeah, need to we do need something, something to so on. they just threw out. They literally were supposed Ledger, to be doing filler work. Heath, Heath Slater was uh, actually taping up his hands as he was walking out to the ring. That's great. Because he was like, I wasn't ready for this. What are you talking about? But I don't believe that at all. No, I not think, at yeah. all. Um, but I think that's so great. And then during the match, I think, was it was like a was there a We Want Balor chant? Like, yeah, there because was. Because he, was he wasn't on the pay-per-view. But they, you don't want him in this. That's not what this. You don't understand what's happening. They're just getting the jaws of I, life for Actually, Braun. I think that's what it was. It was all about the jaws of life. Because that door was taking a little while to actually get open. You think they didn't think it yeah, was supposed to be Yeah, I don't think it was supposed to be that No, I, I don't know. I feel like that was yeah. all um All planned. planned yeah. yeah. The ridiculously very loud uh fire engine sound in the arena so that everyone in the audience definitely like it if they all look like they thought the fire truck was going to come, come out, out. Into yeah the arena. i thought i thought that's what was happening um, and i wasn't in the building so and then kurt just being like roman what did you do and then roman just walks away no big deal and he's concerned about braun so i guess that is the bigger concern who then comes out all bloody and just walks it off like i'm fine i don't need don't touch me. don't touch me yeah with blood all over him which possible you, broken bones you know possible possible um, uh, the match was good i like the ending i don't like the multiple camera angles nothing no, no, makes no, no, it no, nothing yeah. ruins it like there was uh some movie angles because they they start shooting roman through his uh side view mirror yeah i'm like stop doing that that's stupid which there should is, have been like the one camera that followed them out but it's amazing because even when they're in the ring they don't have that many cameras no. so why would they bring cameras back there it's just i don't know it it those are probably for security reasons like there's oh, a camera okay. crew in You're the right. back yeah. just to make sure nobody sneaks But if in. that's true, then why couldn't they figure out who ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin for a year? They didn't have the... Where, that's why they do it. I just that's realized why that's why. Now. Oh my god, we figured it out. I think that I could sell that as a KFAB reason why. Because Stone Cold got ran over, and so now we have to have cameras stationed next to all the vehicles in the back. So That's the, why when Shane McMahon got attacked by AJ Styles a few months ago... There was a camera inside the there limo that he threw his face with. There Why? In case a wrestler attacks another wrestler with a car, we have footage of it. So the main event of the night was uh, Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe, and wow, it was good. That was great. It was great. That was one of the best. I kind of wanted to go. I wanted to go a little bit longer, uh, and I kind of wanted uh, Samoa to kick out of the F five at the end at least once. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I loved it. I thought the idea of Joe being dominant the whole time with the F5. Stopping it. Stopping it. It's like it caught him off guard. So it right, makes right, it right. seem like Joe got too cocky almost. Okay. Yeah, Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. He had Lesnar on the ropes and then he caught him with the hook that he wasn't expecting. Um, it, it, I know that I think people are complaining, you know, because mm. everybody kicks out of the first F5, it seems, or mm. everybody kicks out of the first finishing move in every main event now except uh jinder mahal's his is unstoppable um <laughs> it wasn't before because he never had a fin he never used his finishing move that's why he lost so much if he had just got that's his finishing move in yeah you're right um, um so but no i'm, I'm kind of blown away about how good this match was it it it, it made some samoa look great which i was kind of so worried about surprised that, which is a terrible thing to think or really be aware of that like Joe is over. Yeah, he's he's like a monster. It's like he is Samoa Joe, not the oh WWE signed Samoa Joe. I hope they don't mess like kind of feel. Which even after he came up and and hurt Seth Rollins and the big angle with Triple H and everything, he wasn't on WrestleMania. Yeah, and then he had that kind of lazy story with him and Seth Rollins, which had no heat because all the heat was used up with Triple H, which nobody cared about. And then when he won the Fatal Five Way, I don't think anybody expected that at no, all. Not at all. Um, but that could have been on purpose. So. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the Baron Corbin thing, the idea of the person who you least expect should be the one who wins. Not in a like he doesn't belong in the match. No one would ever say that. But if if all five guys belong, and one guy feels like he's not the one that would win, that's the guy that should win. Yeah, I mean, they were chanting Joe when he was coming out to the ring. From what I heard, there was a thank you, Joe, chant after the show. Yeah, there's some video of it because he stayed in the ring um, um, well after Brock uh, and his, yeah. the whole crowd went crazy for it. Yeah. So it was really good. I'm, I'm happy for it. Uh, the, the promo from the next night at Raw. Oh, man, that was great. We're in um, Brock's out there. 
Kurt Angle comes out and it's like we're we're gonna discuss who your next match is with. Roman comes out. Um, he's still getting that. And he gets arrested because he committed. Not game. at all. He points out that everybody in the ring at one time or another is tried to murder people <laughs> at one time okay, or another. First, Kurt never tried to murder people. He- Unless you think drowning someone in milk counts. That's pretty dangerous stuff. No, he did attempt to throw Stone Cold off a bridge. While there you go. Hand. Yeah, you're, okay, yeah. that did happen. So that's murder. But um, he didn't do it, though. No, he didn't. Um, <laughs> Roman did it. Uh, so Roman does that. James Ellsworth's getting fined and suspended on SmackDown for interfering in women's ladder matches, and Roman Reigns can try to murder someone in a vehicle. And everybody and forgot about deal. it like two seconds Because he's the big dog. <laughs> he is the big dog. That's fair. Uh, Samoa Joe comes out, and then... Everything that happens after Samoa Joe came out is one of the best things I've seen all year long. I, it feels, it felt like none of it was supposed to happen. Yeah, which made it feel real. Which I know it's not. Real, I don't know why. I know it isn't real. Is it because Brock was... Lesnar? Like sometimes when Brock, especially now, the fact that Brock Lesnar was on the microphone at all, yeah, but because you know he hates that. I don't remember. It was somewhere as I saw on a YouTube video, they were talking about how much Brock really, really enjoyed the Samoa Joe stuff. So it might be a Randy Orton thing where he's like, "Man, I, I like working with that guy." Yeah. So I'm into it. Well, yeah. So, but there was times in that promo when they were getting in each other's face and the stuff they were saying. I'm like, "Man, they're really mad at each other," which well, is awesome. It's weird, like the idea of being stiff with someone. Brock Lesnar is a fucking UFC fighter, right. so he can take you going at him and joe is very uh strong style and stiff and used to that style too so the idea of having i can't imagine a lot of guys thinking i'm just gonna go out and try to hurt brock lesnar that's you know regardless of how tough you are or not and i think joe took the approach of i'm in the main event i'm not i'm I'm gonna make sure that when this is over i'm not just back down to where i was and which makes me think so they're roman and at least like roman's part of this whole entire thing because kind of roman was sitting in the background and is laughing mm-hmm. about it all i just like when roman does that it's his, funny. Uh, in his michael jordan t-shirt was it <laughs> i didn't think about it i actually thought the shirt was kind of cool looking <laughs> until you said that <laughs> um so they're setting up a match with roman and samoa joe and whoever wins that is going to fight brock at SummerSlam. Which but it's makes not going to think... happen because it's going to be turned into a triple threat because somebody's not done with someone still or is he he can't walk off an ambulance attack that quickly just one week's not not long enough i think samoa joe is going to go and they're going to have a rematch you think that they push yeah. it oh okay i get what you're saying that like brock was like hey braun and i want to fight him again continue yeah Brock and Samoa Joe goes for one more pay per view. That would be awesome. Yeah, I think it would be awesome. Wow, I didn't even think. I didn't even think about that. I think it's completely capable, especially if they keep on doing this with Joe. Joe is now instantly just became yeah a top guy. So, which it's almost like, huh? huh. You book a guy <laughs> strong <laughs> against a guy we booked strong for years. He gets over, and he gets over <laughs> crazy. And I've always been a fan of Samoa Joe, so it's just really cool yeah. to, to see him there. So I'm glad Philip's not here to talk about how he yeah, doesn't like, like him because he looks useless. like Tess. He does chokeholds. I don't like anyone that does a chokehold. That's a terrible Philip impression. I'm sorry. But uh, so then also on Raw, one of my favorite things on Raw was uh, Miz handed out all of his little trophies because he's an actor and they have to keep up with all of the uh, Miz TV stuff like that. So he gave an award to everyone in his little group for helping him out. And while he was doing it, he was calling out all the people at Grace of Balls of that Fire lost. who said that they were going to win, but then they lost. <clears throat> And one of the people he mentioned was Seth Rollins. When he said that, I was like, oh, okay, so that's what Miz is moving on from Dean. He's going to fight Seth next. But then after he cut that promo, Dean came out to attack Miz, and he got triple teamed by the miz Taraj and the Miz. And then Seth came out with, and like threw the podium at people, which was pretty, like he didn't even like hit anyone. He just, he like knocked somebody down and then immediately picked up the podium and started poking people with it like he's in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> like you just, you, you know, um, and... Which I thought was crazy, yeah. weird, in that people like the Shield reunions and things like that, and it's happened a couple times. Roman was always there. Dean and Seth was was a much always bigger, different. more heated yeah. rivalry when the Shield broke up. That was the first big thing. That, And I don't like that when that kind of thing happens. Triple H was one of the few guys that whenever he would turn babyface and would work with another babyface that he'd been a rivalry with whether it was cena or sean or something like that he'd always have kind of like he'd give him like a little bit of the stink eye so that you you could see at home like i don't like you but at that moment we're on the same yeah. side right now but that doesn't happen very often i don't like how people just switch sides and all of a sudden they're all just friends because they're not bad guys anymore they did that with aj Styles. 
I don't like that. That's what I'm saying. Right, I don't continue. want eight, AJ Styles and John Cena. I don't like yeah. that kind of thing. It's not consistent storytelling. All you have to do is just have one segment, which they did on Raw, where Seth was walking, and then Dean came up to Seth. was like, hey, what you doing? I didn't need you to help me. I don't like you. Do you not remember what, what you did to me? I don't trust you. Yeah. Stay yeah. out of my business. Remember and walked that. Away. We hate And then the other. look on Seth's face was like, dude, I'm man, working on it. I'm working. Like, basically, yeah. Like, hey, I'm not that guy anymore. Don't remind people about when I was a heel. They won't cheer for me anymore. So at the end of the night, Bray and Seth had a match. Bray won again, which was kind of odd. And then the Miz draws came out and jumped Seth. Dean came out with chair. I actually thought uh, Dean was going to come out and hit him with a chair. After yeah. he cleared everybody off. I'm glad it didn't happen. Like you said earlier, when before we started recording, they're going to build up to that. And then they really do need to build up to that. Well, but I don't want another rivalry between those two, though. But Unless they're turning Dean a heel. A rivalry, were, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That would only work if Dean turns heel. I think it would be a waste of him to just do his usual, I'm a lunatic who doesn't get along with people. Mm. Unless it's James Ellsworth somehow uh, kind of guy. <laughs> Like, he didn't trust John. He Dean, every time he gets put in a team with people other than Roman, right? he was very iffy about it, except uh, James Ellsworth, That's for a, whatever reason. Well, Roman's his brother. Yeah. Brother. Which is why I think it's weird that they, ha- they haven't friends. really had any interaction since Dean has come back on no, Raw. No, not a zero. Uh, don't get a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. Right. Which I think everybody wants to happen, but Save I don't think that. they need I mean, to do they're, that, they're do gonna that, do that for that way like longer. Two or three years from now. But I think Seth is finally getting what I would consider better reactions yeah he, he he did he was such a good jerk that it's taking him a really long time to really people always like people him even when he, had a, uh, he was a jerk but when he turned it's like well we were cheering for you because you were a jerk yeah that's what i'm like saying now, that's, well, a, that's what happens yeah. when they when he turned babyface there was enough that's why the triple h that's why the samojo hurting him angle actually i think helped because then he had to fight to overcome right, right to right. come back and 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 fight him at wrestlemania so the idea of him wanting to prove himself to Dean to basically make amends for his past transgressions by saying, like, I'm not a, that guy anymore. I think that would be like, I'm really interested in that kind of story, mostly because I've never really I don't know if I've ever really seen a story like that in wrestling, like a heel, a baby face basically being like, hey, I was a jerk before. And you still think that I could be that. And I promise I'm, really I'm not. Sorry. And then doing everything yeah. he can to do that. And I think if they keep them together with The Miz and if Dean keeps losing, he could then blame it on Seth. For and by that point, or, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so before we move on to SmackDown, which we're not going to spend too much time on SmackDown, but what do you think this Corey Graves, Kurt Angle storyline had been? Okay, this, since you probably haven't He's been, been sleeping him. with Stephanie McMahon. Do you not remember you SummerSlam 2000? That's what I want it to be. Because I love... this has been going on for three four weeks now phone calls yeah. them cutting away him coming to find Corey. well i remember there was a rumor why does Corey know about this <laughs> because everybody likes Corey, and they died. i don't know <laughs> this is true um, uh, I, I doubt that'll ever be explained that like there's a reason why Corey knows and nobody else knows right i think it's just gonna be like i just have just, my sources we just need somebody else he's lord varus of the of monday night raw he just nice. has his little birds everywhere so the other rumor I read it was uh, Carter um, uh, TNA. Well, they're they're going to be in Tennessee, so the idea of who's in proximity because of where they're going to be, like that matters because there's planes now. But yeah, but I don't see like when they did it with Bischoff, the idea was WCW, which drew great record numbers versus WWE. People knew who that was. I don't think WWE, whether they should be credited for it or not. She walks out there impact. and half the people have no idea who she is. That's what I'm saying. That, More than half. That's that they're not good. They don't do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with that. But Stephanie walking out there. Yeah. That's well, a big deal. But then also Kurt and Stephanie have had relationships on camera before. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, crap. I don't remember any of this. Okay, so in 2000, which is one of my favorite rivalries ever, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon Helmsley were having marital problems. And at the time, a very um, shiny, baby-faced heel, Kurt Angle, was kind of being there for her. And Triple H didn't like Kurt Angle sniffing around his wife. And at SummerSlam, it was The Rock versus Kurt Angle versus... Watch all of that. It's okay, very yeah. soap opery. I've probably seen some of um, that. I just don't remember. So... Personally, for nostalgia, is one of my favorite things they've ever done. Kurt Angle does a thing where he kisses Stephanie McMahon. One of the cliffhangers before SummerSlam is Stephanie gets kissed by Kurt Angle, and you don't know what's going to happen. Is there anybody then, in WWE that's not kissed Stephanie McMahon? Oh, God, don't say something. <laughs> um, 
no. on camera. I mean, not not like, Vince, in real life, but not. But Vince wanted Vince to. Vince wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> it's really actually, weird. They, they're one of those cut families where they kiss on the mouth. So he has actually done, but it wasn't like the way he kissed Trish Stratus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> so Kurt Angle. So uh, at SummerSlam, Kurt Angle comes out, and it's the first time you've seen him since he kissed Stephanie. And this is SummerSlam 2000. And he's the first person out. The next two guys are going to be Triple H and then the champion at the time, The Rock. And Kurt Angle gets on the mic to cut a promo because I think something backstage happened where they told Mick Foley, who was the general manager at the time, told him to go out there and apologize. So Kurt Angle gets on the microphone and says that I'm sorry for not kissing Stephanie McMahon a hell of a lot sooner because I showed her the kind of compassion that you, Triple H, could never and will never be able to show her, and that's true. And then right when that happens... Triple H's music hits. Watch that moment because I've never seen anyone really. I've never. It's it's all BS, obviously, but um, he's it's the most vibratingly angry I've ever seen a wrestler be on wrestling. And he comes out. He just comes out like he's going to murder him. And then they do. It's a weird match because then The Rock doesn't come out right away for like ten minutes, maybe not that long, but like maybe five or eight minutes. The Rock doesn't come out for a triple threat match. Because he, because I guess the idea is that he's gonna let Triple H and Kurt Angle like air their laundry and mm-hmm. fight it out, and they go to a spot where Triple H is supposed to pedigree Kurt through a table, but then the table gives out and they fall, and Kurt Angle gets an actual concussion, so he's knocked out and he can't keep going. So then the Rock comes out, and I don't know what the real story is behind this. So then the Rock comes out, and then the Rock and Triple H have a match, which is still the triple threat match, but then Kurt Angle's not there because he's actually knocked out at ringside and they have to bring him back. And then like 10 minutes later, then Kurt Angle comes back out. It's a really, really weird, it's a very weird match. I'm going to go watch it. Um, That's a great show. TLC, the first TLC matches on that show too. Okay. All right. I'll watch that. Uh, And quickly, we're just going to go through some of the things that happened on SmackDown and probably not even what happened on SmackDown. We're going to talk about what happened over the weekend. Yeah. AJ Styles, new Mm -hmm. US champion. We thought this was because uh, the, the rumors of been going on for a while that kevin owens is uh working kind of hurt and he needs to take some time off so when he took aj styles won the belt at a live show yeah a raw live show in master square gardens yeah. over the weekend so not televised uh i mean it's at it's at madison square Garden. yeah so, so it's, a, it's, it's not a big like place. it's a small show yeah um but it wasn't televised it wasn't that pay-per-view it, yeah. it screws up their battleground plans because they already set up a match where they were going to have a match at Battleground. Did they? Yeah, oh, yeah, because yeah, he won that Battle, won Royal. Battle Royal. I forgot about week. that. So it doesn't, nothing makes sense about why this was done. The only thing that makes sense is Kevin Owens is hurt. And Did they explain any time. of this on SmackDown? No. None, they just nothing. ignored, was Kevin Owens on SmackDown? Yeah, he had a match. That's, did they say it was going to happen at Battleground, or did they say he was the oh, number no, one they contender? They definitely said he, he's the number one contender and he will have his match at Battleground. They said that. Well, then maybe it was Madison Square Garden and they just jumped the gun. So, but then you'd think that they would AJ, talk about that. Yeah, though. AJ and uh, Cena They could just say up. that they said they were going to move it up, and then everyone that was at MSG was like, they didn't say that, but whatever. <laughs> AJ and Cena uh, teamed up against Rusev and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens had a match just like normal. It was weird. Was there tension between AJ and Cena? They kind of went through it. Do you not watch SmackDown? I didn't watch SmackDown. Okay, because at the beginning of SmackDown, AJ does the open challenge. She's like, "Open challenge, uh, you know, this belt's going to." He mean. does the open. AJ yeah. Styles has an open yeah. challenge, like like he's Cena like, did. Every time you see this belt with somebody on it, this will be for the belt. And I plan mm-hmm. on keeping this belt for a very long time. Obviously, he Cena, doesn't want to have non-title matches. He wants to be defending it every yeah. time. Oh, I like that. That's cool. Um, Cena obviously comes out. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Then, and then he, he says something to the cameraman that we can't really hear. And then he does like the fake, I was in the army, but it was just in the movies. And then he points at the rings like, let's go to work. And then he runs. The Marine. And he gets in he there. The and he throws his hat to some kid in the audience. Wasn't he in the Marine? Not the army. The Marine? Yeah. He was the in movie. The Okay. Not the real one. So so they get jumped Not before like the they can though. have them. Miz has been in four of them. Good God. Or something like that. They both get jumped by Rusev and Kevin Owens. Okay. So at the end of the night, they put them in a tag match all together. Kevin Owens was tentatively supposed to be in the League of Nations a few years ago. Really? Yeah. I'm That's glad great. he wasn't. Yeah. Um, um, so Why are there all these angry foreigners on SmackDown? What the hell is going on with SmackDown? When did this... What happened? So behind scenes, AJ and Cena have a... A talk about I don't like you. You don't Cena like walks up to him. He's like, "You think you're untouchable?" He's like, "I thought that you were just being cocky, but when you did, you know it was me that was going to come out." He's like, "I obviously knew that you were going to be the first person to come out." He's like, "And that's what I wanted." And Cena kind of gives him respect. He's like, "Well, you look like you wanted to defend the belt, and you're not just one of the other guys." Yeah. So they they buried all their shit. but they were both still cocky about it. 
a uh, kind which of. is good like if they had a match a baby face versus baby smash there would still be heat yeah 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 but it wouldn't of. be like yeah. they're not chummy he did call kevin owens the michelin man which i didn't I don't particularly like care stuff for like that i think it's stupid i think either promote someone who has a belly like no one ever said stuff like that about mick foley on, no. on air you know what i'm saying no. like like i understand that there are people who don't care for his physique I get it, but he's on your goddamn television show. You've made him world and champion. And he's one of you're the only better wrestlers your, on your show. You're only making yourself look bad by doing stuff like that. The only person who could really pull off the whole talking to their opponent, even though they're about to beat them, was The Rock. Mm-hmm. The whole point is that you're not supposed to make fun of someone who then defeats you, because then you look terrible. But nobody... Uh, the Rock. I mean, what happened with James Ellsworth? I, he, he's not there. He wasn't there? No, he's not there. Why isn't he's he there? He's suspended. What are you talking about? Because of Carmella? He's been sus- He's got suspended for uh, 30 days. You didn't know that? Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, he's going off TV for thirty days. If he shows back up, well, he's no fired. wonder I'm not. I'm not watching SmackDown until James Ellsworth comes back. <laughs> so that's re-edit all we... this. I'm not watching SmackDown <laughs> until James Ellsworth comes back. Uh, that's all we got for you this week. Uh, we will be back next week. We release a podcast every Friday, unless we don't. That's true. That is true. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any podcast app out there. You leave us a review, five stars, five stars, not um, one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Before we go. Oh, yeah. We before we forgot go. to mention. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Okay. I'm congratulations for winning the belt three times in a row. And That's defending right. the belt. I am. Un- Twice. I, I'm, I'm in the midst of a very lengthy reign. It's very nice. Oh, we have people send submissions in this week, too. So. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you beat everybody. That's right. You can beat all the people that sent submissions in. Yeah. So. Well, if they're going to try and beat the champ, they got to p- pick different things than the champ. Otherwise, we would just tie and I would retain. Um, you shouldn't have picked Roman Reigns, Chris. I, you know, I, I said it when I picked him. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be wrong. Yeah. I would have tied, I think. But then I would have retained the belt. Yeah. I think that's how we should do it. Yeah, I that's don't fine. think we have. We haven't been doing it that way. No, we've been doing tiebreakers. Yeah, really let's do not that. do that. That's <laughs> so, uh, we also have a t shirt store. Go buy merch. It helps support the store. We have our logo on it. Uh, it looks awesome. You, if you do buy one, send us a picture so we'll post on our social media how cool you are. And since we had an email come in this week, we do have an email address at uh, somewhatnerdyradio at gmail.com. Send us an email about and ask us how much uh, WWE pays us yeah, and stuff like that and other asinine things. <laughs> so we'll be back next week. We have been your hosts. It's a dangerous am... game asking people to email us. <laughs> yeah, it really, it is. really is. I am Snarf Chris. That dude over there is Sam. Say hello, Sam. Hello, or goodbye, Sam. Sam. Goodbye, Sam. And uh, we'll see you next week. And hopefully, dude, the headband will be here. Goodbye. Goodbye.